0: This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the Foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org.
1: And y'all wonder why I talk about Own Network and Love Island more than I talk about Bravo nowadays. Listen, I have not forgotten about Housewives and all of that, but... These housewives stress me out, and I refuse to let them stress me out, and I don't even know them people, okay? I can't handle the attacks of young black men online, all of this BS that's going on. It's too, for the show to be a solid C-minus this season, to have this much drama surrounding it, uh uh-uh, I'm not okay with me. At least Real Housewives of Atlanta is given. Y'all, I had to bring my friend on today to discuss... All of the good stuff going on, okay? We talk Bell Collective. We talk Real Housewives of Atlanta. We talk about those reunion looks. We talk about Shiba Shire, We talk about Dubai. I have not been talking about Dubai on the podcast just because it's so new. You know, they got to get their footing and all like that, but their reunion looks like it's going to be good, okay? Y'all, we touch on Beverly Hills, but don't expect too much Beverly Hills chatter because I am Beverly healed out. I am Dorited out. I'm renned out i'm janed out i'm richard out i love me some garcelle she's always in hello sudden two you can stay where crystal love them's. but the rest of them i'm i'm over this okay so let's let's stop this reality tv should be fun let's get into the funness okay it's your new episode of reality and comics 2 let's do it I'm back, and you know it's a new month, so I have to talk to someone that I talk to. I have to talk to her at least once a month. We got to talk about the things, okay? Especially when people are showing, I was about to say the blackest part of their asses, but no, the black people have been on their best behavior. The whitest part of y'all asses have really been showing, and I barely want to talk about that. I actually invited her on here to have some fun, okay? So we're going to barely touch on them people on the west coast and then we're gonna have some fun okay y'all I've got with me today of course y'all know her y'all love her y'all send us so many messages whenever we record the other words on her podcast my podcast her patreon whatever it is y'all love it I have Taria Faison with me of the what else is going on podcast hi Taria I went into a song (laughs) and my mic was muted I was like
2: Why I love you so much, baby. Uh, That's just why I can't get enough. Come on, Monica. (laughs) Come on, Gunica. I love me to Monica. Some hi, Kendrick. First of all, I'm so glad to have you and y'all listening. I'm glad for two reasons. I love Kendrick as we all do. And for a selfish reason, because I've been wanting to ask him to come back on, but I didn't want him to be like, girl, you <laughs> not want anybody else i come back on. And I'm like, an I get it. Yeah, but you know,
1: I get <laughs> so <it>. hi everybody. <laughs> hi. Oh my, I'm, I, you know, I always have to, you know, just have to, I have to have you on. So to one, have some fun, but then two, You know, sometimes people show out, so I need you to talk about it too. But I also, it's been a long, long couple of weeks with Beverly Hills. I have no, I have no interest in deep diving in it. But I said, you know what, we have to at least touch on it because I don't know. I don't even know why we have to touch on it, but Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to touch on it because it's kind of our responsibility to check these motherfuckers that need to be checked And I feel like they run amok way too often and they go unchecked a lot. And then... You know Beyonce said they want to play the victim and the villain at the same time. Oh, so, listen, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of that on the west coast. So, but before I do that, you know, whenever I have you here, I have to, you know, listen. Me and Taria, I think we logged in the Zoom about an hour ago and we just been <laughs> talking, and, and talking and talking and talking. I was like, child, let me hit record because we've been right. talking all day after this. But that's how we do every single time we record. We have to, yeah, we got to get the tea, we got to uh, tell each other mm-hmm. what's been going on. You know, I got to know about the kids, what Corey been up to, you know, I got Know about the things we got to talk. So, how are you? I am blessed
2: and highly favored. The Lord yes. is with me. Goodness and mercy shall follow me wherever I go. Everything yes. my hands touch, manifest. I'm blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Y'all, that's the black church. Come on, that's right. <laughs> um, every single word. No, I am good. I appreciate being here. Um, I haven't recorded the last two weeks getting the kids off to school. Today is officially the first day that Corey and I have ever lived together um, as no children, because when we met, my daughter was one. She used to go away, as I was telling you earlier, like every weekend with either her grandparents or like Corey's cousins. So every weekend, basically people wanted her,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: this is the first time they're, they're not here. But i telling him, keep in mind, I don't, our kids are not moved out. Our kids are at college. So it, While it's like, oh, this is a new phase in life. It always makes me feel good knowing that they'll be still coming back here for breaks and everything like that before they move.
1: I need you to clarify, though, because you said at college and, you know, Teresa, you know, she says she was away at college, too. So I need you to clarify (laughs) for the people which 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 college are your kids.
2: (laughs) They are at my son. It's on his third year. Yes. At, uh Chapman University, where Brandy Glanville's son's going. It's a shame I yes. haven't run into her. So we could be room mothers together. I would tweet her, but she's had me black for the last couple of years. So I can't do that. Ooh. And um, <laughs> <laughs> also, from Dance Moms, any Dance Mom people, Nia, the only uh, a beautiful black melanin on Dance Moms. Her, yeah, her brother goes there and little Corey met him and they linked up or whatever. And then, um, well, linked up, hasn't had a conversation. And uh, in the, I don't now I, I'm just saying this cause I don't know, but I know in the black community, she's known Vanessa Bell Calloway. Yes. Um her son goes there yes. <laughs> we know her yes. hold on I said the wrong name not that one Vanessa oh, Williams damn. the other Vanessa
1: Williams oh damn okay okay, okay. <laughs> number one to Kenya Moore's number two is that what you're yes. talking about number oh. one to Kenya Moore's number two okay love them both but yes I know we, we know okay 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 yeah we, so she
2: posted my mom texted me and was like look at this so um, for those of you that don't know, our Vanessa Williams was in Soul Food. She was on the Cosby show, some other things. Mm-hmm. So her son goes there. Uh, she okay. posted about that. And then my daughter is attending Georgia State University down in Atlanta. And her dorm is steps away from the hot dog factory. Um, the hot dog factory is basically mm. 100 feet away. Yeah. So, okay. yes. Have and y'all had a farts. dentist sighting yet? Not yet. But okay. let me tell you, baby. I'm going to get one and I'm going to make sure that every time I go, I pack my microphone and my laptop. Yes. And I'm going to ask him to be a guest. And I'm going to yes. wear a tracksuit jacket in his honor track because star. that's what he seems to wear. Yes. He's a I runner. He's right. a track star. <laughs> so we got them in. Right. Yes. Uh, my daughter, we had a, it's so funny. Uh, my oldest daughter couldn't get on, but we end up she texted us yesterday and let us know her phone was stolen. So, but uh-huh. me, uh, big core. So this is how it went, y'all. Last Thursday, we drove to Atlanta to take Sky because she wanted us to drive, even though flight is an hour and 25 minutes,
1: she wanted <laughs> us to drive and make
2: it a family thing. So we drove Corey, me, Skye, little Corey, and our bonus daughter, Ashley, which also goes to Georgia state. We drove there, stayed till Sunday, drove back home Sunday. We got home about midnight. Corey went to work Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday morning, him and little Corey left out at 5am to drive to California. They made good time. They got on the road. On the road at 6 a.m. Wednesday, got there Thursday evening at 6:30 California time because they did mm-hmm. not stop, and yeah. um, Corey stayed there until last night, and then he flew back. So we had a three-hour Facetime, the four of us: Sky in Atlanta, Corey and Corey in Georgia, and me here. And when I tell you, it is one of the most beautiful things to watch your kids and personality manifest, and then see pieces of yourself and your child mm. so me and little corey are so much alike mm-hmm. um scammers and schemers no i'm just kidding we always, <laughs> if, there's a, if there is a law we know a loophole to get around it so, yeah, i know that's right <laughs> and I know
1: then that's sky right. is very
2: much like her dad like a rule follower even though i'll be getting mm-hmm. in love break the rules a little bit but it was just <laughs> beautiful to see and sky i'll end on this sky told me because they have been exactly a week sky said well camp was fun mom time to come home <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chad, it took me so long to like get adjusted over like over the culture shock of college because I I went from the South to the Midwest and that's a big yeah that's a real big culture shock and so it took me a while but once but once I got adjusted okay (laughs) got adjusted okay
2: that's that's my thing because she's in Atlanta and you know she's very she's going for political science so she doesn't know Mm -hmm. if she's gonna go the White House route. Or mm-hmm. if she's gonna go um, grassroots, legal route. grassroots yet. okay yes. mm-hmm. and grassroots also she's not sure where she's gonna go yet.
1: So as long as she's going somewhere, that's all that matters that's all that matters. That's, that matter.
2: that's a word. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. her that. Don't put so much pressure on you. because um, we do want it done in four years, but don't but but hey, don't put so much <laughs> pressure on you mm-hmm. as long as you're going somewhere. So I'm really excited to watch them grow. And sometimes you think. I remember having fire like that and people looking at me like, oh, Taria, you are going to be the voice of the next generation. And then now you're 45 and you're like, is life over for me? But I'm like, no, we're doing things, which is why I like the housewives. I've always loved the housewives because they, to me, represented women who were over 35 and not just talking about Hollywood standards, but in life, they're still Mm. doing things and making a difference. Whether bringing people joy, making people mm-hmm. angry, causing people to speak up, and then changes coming about, whatever it is, they're doing things. So I, I've, that is why I love my older housewives. Because for me, it's showing me, you can have a second chance at life. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love them.
1: The second half. I know that's right.
2: So I am on it. I'm just on it. And I can't wait to see my friend Kendrick at our other friend's wedding.
1: Oh going be a time like you know I got my time. rooms booked and everything. I'm I'm ready. I already told Corey. I was
2: like, um, yes. Yeah, so Kendrick is gonna come. Um, he's staying in a room. But he's
1: gonna come <laughs> visit. But you know,
2: you're Corey's BFF, so yes, you know. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Ooh, okay. So we gotta what talk about, about the ragged ass things. Let's just go ahead and get Beverly Hills out the way so that we can get to the fun stuff. Okay. And we're only gonna touch on them. I mean, briefly, because nobody has the emotional depth for any of that right now. So, as we know, this past, I don't know when it happened, but it feel like it's been going on for years now because it's been a, a long-ass week. They didn't have a new yeah. episode this week, thank God, because I didn't want to watch it, no way. So, you know, yes. people were so disappointed they didn't have a new episode, but I had no interest in tuning in on Wednesday anyway. But hmm. uh, basically, Garcelle's Black Son Jax was attacked online. Someone had hired some like bots, Insta bots. I don't know what they call, but mm-hmm. hired the bots to go after him, attack him, talk about his mom, talk about his brother, drug use, all kinds of crazy stuff. I rant about what you thought as all this was unfolding, who you thought was behind it, what you thought as it was happening. Tell me everything. First of
2: all, I want to say to everyone, and i know I know it's none of your listeners, but if y'all listeners know somebody that thought this. Send the word back, play this for them Mm -hmm. in stereo, in the car, in the headphones. I just have to address this off the top. For those of you that have the nerve to set to attack Garcelle by way of her son saying he was a drug user, Erica, you sold your coochie to the highest bidder, okay? (laughs) So let's not act like you're just so innocent. He was hooked on a narcotic. Your coochie was addicted to money. Let's not. So now I can move forward. Because that pissed me off. I saw too much of that. I was like, are they really bringing up her sons? I mean, yeah, her oldest son's drug use. When he's a good example, he's turned his life around. Mm -hmm. Seems like he's going in a good direction. Erica wanted to open her legs Mm -hmm. to him, as we saw. I was wondering, a part of me was like, did somebody in their camp hire them or was it a overzealous fan that hired them um because i'm like well if it's not somebody in the cast i don't want to blame them i do want to keep an open mind however at the end of the day i feel like it could have been somebody from diana's camp i also think it could have been now lisa renna has been going after kathy hilton online if you notice And it all ties back to Garcelle for me. Remember last season at the reunion when Garcelle said, I heard that you said, this is why we shouldn't have Black people on the show because of the topics that were coming up. Uh And as you and I have heard from reliable sources, it was allegedly Kathy Hilton that said Uh that. So it's interesting to me that in in all of this, Lisa is now choosing to attack Kathy Hilton. I was like, of course, I believe there's truth to that, but whatever. But regardless of if Kathy hired the bots, Diana hired the bots, Diana's son, Diana's lips, Diana's son that has a single <laughs> career that she calls her husband. Right. The response to it is what gets me. Number one, it shouldn't take you two and three days to respond
0: uh-huh. to
2: attacks being done on your castmate's son because it didn't take you that long when people went after Portia. Now I've Hello? said it before and I'll say it again. I'm always riding for the black woman because nobody rides for us. I am also a mm-hmm. proponent of being fair, right? Mm-hmm. So Portia shouldn't have been attacked. And when Portia was attacked, people addressed Kyle and Portia and just said, don't attack our children and address Portia. That trick from um, New York with her uh, mugshot a little dress,
1: raggedy. Crying yeah, crying
2: online, talking about this shouldn't happen. Where was that energy for Garcelle? Lisa Mm. Renna did a post about Garcelle's son and included Erica's son and her daughter. I don't really care for Teresa, but let me tell you, Teresa Judice gained so much respect from me when she did a post about Garcelle and didn't make it about herself. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: She, She said her heart went out to her. And even if she had somebody write it, because you know, when it's convenient, people try to flip the narrative. So- People will say, oh, well, she didn't write it, but I'm sure she knows what's going on her social media. Right. So either way, I have Mm -hmm. respect for that woman. The fact that Erica Jane pretty much took Bravo's apology and switched words. And then after you apologize, someone says something to you about the woke crew and attacking her son. And she agrees with it. Very Mm -hmm. reminiscent of kelly died when she apologized but then in comments her true feelings were coming out right the way the cast and not all of the cast but the way the fox what the the five of them have handled this has been disgusting i haven't seen kyle say anything did i miss that did kyle say anything
1: Not I think she might have reposted something. I think most not good enough. Right. I think most of them did the reposting thing. I don't know if anybody just outright except Lisa. Lisa said something, but of course she was the one, she said something because she was the one that folks felt like her and Diana were the ones that were behind this whole thing. So
2: right. So and and, now she's
1: all online talking about uh you maybe it's a producer on the show who's behind like the the storm stuff on uh Vanderpump Rules. And are you kidding? Yeah she makes up her own she lives in all the world
2: she definitely does at the end of the day it is very telling how they reacted to garcelle's son and let me tell you i've never been a huge fan of mauricio never never thought he was the finest thing on television none of that however him pk and kyle sat together and laughed at the way erica came at him so is this funny at the very least, if I was Kyle, I would speak up simply because I know me and my husband were on camera laughing about it, saying that she needs to be cut a break. So do these bots need to be cut a break? Right. I would not care. And people may agree or not agree. No, it shouldn't be tit for tat, but sometimes people have to feel what you felt. And if people came for their families, the way they're coming for Garcelle, that would be on them. And I'm glad Garcelle is handling it that way. But on the show, I'm glad that she's stepping up this season in terms of Black women can be confrontational. And I can say what I got to say and call you out without hollering and screaming. And that's what I want her to do. I'm tired of her letting these women just kind of run over her under the guise of classiness. Now, I do understand Garcelle's position. She's the only Black one. We know what people think mm-hmm. as the, the angry Black woman. She wrapping her up
1: this season. Listen, and I'm
2: going to need her to keep <laughs> her stilettos on those these people that were yeah they were actors but come on Garcelle is the bigger actor out of Mm. all of them I need her to keep her stilettos on their necks Mm. I am so tired of Beverly Hills it's just like watching and then especially the offline antics like watching Privilege when Garcelle wrote about her experience with Lisa Renner's daughter, her experience on the show, and broke down that scene because Bravo didn't show the entire scene. Erica and Lisa were filming Erica burning that book because we don't talk about other people's children. Where was that energy
0: mm-hmm. for
2: herself and for these bots? Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. And for me, Lisa Renna is so concerned. She doesn't care about Garcelle. No. She's, she, but I do think, Garcelle has become a problem for her because instead of, you know, people have been saying, instead of being worried about being seen as racist, worry about not being racist. Mm -hmm. I don't know quite how I feel about Lisa Renna, if she's this or if she's that. But what I do feel like is Garcelle has now become her target because she sees Garcelle as the person that has come on the show that has caused others to question whether or not she's racist or not.
1: Mm -hmm. So
2: now there's a target on Garcelle's back. Garcelle, if you're listening, call me i'll be right there
1: hello because
2: <laughs> i want to wrap them up that dorit if she hollers one more kendrick <laughs> Yeah, so i do think it was a coordinated effort mm-hmm. for Jax. it's heartbreaking that jacks had to address it i appreciate garcelle's stance on the issue and how she's handling it but if it was one of my babies even my 25 year old baby i don't quite know if I would be moving the way she's moving. Like we
1: would have to have some serious conversations with producers and everything. Right. And there's this one random guy who, for some reason, every time these scandals come out, we're not going to say his name. We're not going to give him any light on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but you know who I'm talking about. This one guy who always claims credit for all of these like terrible online attacks for the Beverly Hills people. But my thing is, there's always certain housewives that like, are right there when this is happening with him. And it's, it's very, very weird to me all of this. So I'm just like, I'm not interested in any of this. No. Let's hurry the fuck up and get to this reunion. So we wrap do we it up this season. Because my thing is, if this was an A plus season, mm. then maybe this, this online drama would make sense. Y'all are having a C minus season at best. So, like, Garcelle is literally the saving grace of this show. Sudden is really helping y'all out. I love, like, Crystal, I love, like, she helped carry, like, the first, what, uh, like, quarter of this season. Right. Not interested in any of this bullshit going on. Like, y'all are way too, but everybody said y'all are way too boring to have this much drama online. Yes. Well, and and, and to me, here.
2: it's very telling with the cast and with viewers. All of a sudden, Crystal is this beacon of hope. Because of her eating disorder. And and when I say that, I don't say that facetiously. She told y'all about that last season, but y'all made a right. joke about it.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: now the audience, because you are bored with these other people, now all of a sudden, I see all these posts about Crystal. And I'm like, to me, she's the same person she was last season. Y'all just ignored her because her eating disorder was tied into a race discussion. Because right. it was triggered because of what Sutton did. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: her and the Sutton have whatever pieced it up. But let's not act like we all of a sudden, oh my God, Crystal, we weren't aware of your eating disorder. Lisa Renner sat on that couch at Kyle's house when that nasty dog ate a steak off of somebody's plate.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: side note, girl, if you don't control your dog, can I tell you, they would kick me off set. They would. Right. Your dogs don't, but not where I'm eating. They don't, <laughs> right. they don't take food off my my kid don't take food off my plate, no. but at least Crystal tried to share about how she was triggered and lost five pounds because of everything going on with Sutton. And Lisa ran said, at least we helped you lose five pounds and they smooth move past it. Right Now this season, y'all are so concerned with her eating disorder that to me and the audience too, for those of y'all listening or know anybody listening, we see y'all like it's, Uh It's I've come to the conclusion that in my mind, I have to go back to still discuss these shows as we see them, but also go back to like, y'all are funny and keep it moving because like you said, Crystal carried it the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. Then we have Garcelle carrying it when I'm not even a big fan of Sutton, but the way Kyle has been stepping to Sutton and Lisa Renna, I want to be like Sutton move. I got this.
1: Like her miscarriage. What? I don't understand how Sutton considers them to be friends, because like she truly considers Kyle a friend, but like Kyle, every chance she gets, like comes at Sutton for some odd, like out of left field, whether she's drunk, sober, or what. I'm like, if who the hell needs friends like like who needs enemies when you got friends like Kyle? And we know that you have to make a show, so we see what Kyle is doing.
2: But to me, a master housewife is like I said, uh, the girl from Salt Lake City made me appreciate Kenya more. The girl, Lisa, Bar- uh, Lisa Barno made me appreciate <laughs> Kenya more and how she does stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: Kyle does that same thing. It's like, girl, we see you. And mm-hmm. Kyle has been like this since day one. I do believe it wasn't necessarily Lisa Vanderpump taking the lead and manipulating people. I've always thought Kyle was right there. Oh yeah, they were tag team yeah so I'm like Kyle has been doing this and for Sutton to go and have lunch with these people and Kyle to her face is like you're hard to talk to you're this and she's just like laughing or she's like Lisa I really love you I'm like is she for real or is she doing this for the show what do you think I I, because I I'm like Sutton has to be smarter than that
1: Whatever the hell she's doing, the fuss not go. Hopefully, it won't last because hopefully, half of these motherfuckers will be off the show next year. So,
2: do you believe those rumors? Like, do you think there is a space where Kyle, and maybe not Kyle, I don't know, but where um Lisa Rana and Erica are not asked because they've been
0: mm-hmm.
2: the storyline, and honestly, they've been in the headlines, even though it's negative. Bravo is still in the headlines. So do you mm-hmm. think that there is a space where they don't come back?
1: Rena? yes. I think Renna is on her last leg. It uh, has been for a minute. Dorit, as much as people love her, I don't see what Dorit has brought to the show. So there's two people that can go right yep. there. Erica Jane, I think is, Kyle is safe. Let's be honest. Yes, Kyle is safe. Yes. Kyle's not going anywhere. Erica Jane, I think is a toss up but I think they're going to lean more so towards bringing her back because she's the person that loves to actually play the uh, the villain on the show. Yes. So they need someone that no matter what is going to, be prepared to play victim. She still has all these lawsuits against her. She still has, like, more story to tell of this new, like, impoverished life that she's she living, have. so... And she's you know. more
2: like Mariah Carey's song. So I grabbed all my diamonds and clothes just yes. as your mama, she knows.
1: <laughs> You're gonna miss me, baby. Hit to see it. Nah, that man don't damn miss you. He, you know what, let me... Uh, right. And so um uh Anyway, we've given Beverly Hills way too much. Well, I hate all I, of y'all. Can I say one thing? <laughs> what yes. we need on Beverly Hills,
2: is Elisa from the real housewives of dubai because she will call oh. you all the way out oh there's a part i posted it online that was my favorite part of every single episode mm-hmm. i have seen lisa is not bowing down to that white woman named carolyn caroline, caroline stands
1: very <laughs>
2: at all nope
1: and she up. does it in
2: such a classy sexy way melissa gorga Cool. in my hand i hold two pictures <laughs> and the pictures that and, and the people that are not in my hand you have to go and as i flip my pictures over like the infamous tyra banks yes. lisa is in one picture and chriselle west from the readers in the other
1: yeah so melissa i have to bid you adieu Bye, lisa no longer my girl crush bye 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 lisa goga mm-hmm. bye lisa we will, I won't miss you, but man, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm literally like, I'm, oh God, I'm anxious. Cause like all of these shows are coming towards an end, which means that we have to yes. go back into the, the flop era of housewives. Like Beverly Hills didn't deliver the way I nearly, I needed to, but I'm going to miss Atlanta so much. I'm going to miss oh, Dubai. I really actually enjoy, I know. So we're about to go back to like Oh boy, I hate I hate engaging with the Jersey fan. Don't we're about to go back there. We're about to go back to Salt Lake City. Good guy. Well, at least we Potomac back. Potomac is yes. coming back. Okay. So I don't even know it.
2: if I can watch Salt Lake City this year. I, I don't know. I if can't I can.
1: either. It's Mm-mm. it's no, not interesting. Child Orange County probably on their way back to uh, it's, it's a flop. I don't know. It's Salt a, Lake sorry.
2: City reminds me of when I see Salt Lake City and those women. Mm-hmm. And I think about how the women treated Mary and the fandom to a degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Salt Lake City reminds me of the overall arching thinking of America with three ks that they don't <laughs> look at black people as humans, because I think about Mary and how mm-hmm. when Mary said the stuff she said to Jenny, which was out of straight ignorance, I have no problem saying that
0: mm-hmm. straight
2: ignorance there was you should know better you 're old you're you're old enough you're black and because you've been through discrimination or you've been through all this, you should know better. But if you didn't grow up around people that don't look like you like that, how would you know? But when a Luke from Summerhouse inserted himself, people said, oh, that's beautiful. It was a beautiful moment to see them correct him and come together. When white people make these mistakes they're seen as human you can see the humanity in them and you say how will people know i'm so sorry i'm open to being educated but when it happened to mary it was get her off the show mary's racist nobody saw the humanity in mary so when i so salt lake city leaves such a nasty taste in my mouth from the cast and fans alike sometimes
1: i think emily k williams said it best when she was on your podcast and she talked about how you guys talked about how everyone perceived this Summer House conversation to be the best conversation of race yes. on Bravo. And it's like, no, it wasn't the best. It was the one y'all were the most comfortable with because Ebony had, was forced to talk about race the entire Thank season you. because of those raggedy-ass cast members she was mm. around. And her calling out the clear, clear bias, like not even trying to be like, I mean, we call it overt and covert racism, not even trying to be covert anymore, right. just blatant racism nobody nobody came to her damn defense except. Ooh, for say that so you know what not doing this with y'all listen yes. you brought up lisa milan my baby my absolute love of my life let's talk about Dubai. we're gonna have to I fight for like, her i know i you know i love me some, <laughs> some lisa milan i that's my season of college heel like i love me uh cutest family on tv love them okay mm. let's talk about overall how did you enjoy this season I enjoyed it.
2: Even in the beginning when people were saying it was boring. I feel like we have to take a season to get to know characters yeah. because sometimes or not characters. Let me take that back. We have to take a season to get to know the women because Mm -hmm. if they come in already fighting already this, then we, as the audience say, Oh, they already know about housewives. So they're already coming in, trying to do drama. Mm -hmm. So, and we have to remember, they're trying to find their footing as well because they all really don't all know each other. Like, right. As Lisa says, you know, everybody didn't know Stanberry. So Hello. they all have to get to know each other. And people say, go in with an open mind with the housewives. Like I've heard new housewives say, you have to go in with an open mind and forget about everything you've heard or saw of this person. It's easier said than done. When you know you've seen Caroline Stanberry on Ladies of London and watch her run through the girls, you are going to go in like, oh, you ain't about to run over here. And that to me, mm-hmm was so beautiful because it to me i'm gonna be very honest to me it seemed like the real housewives of dubai was popping for the brown girls but caroline berry i'm caroline Stanberry,
1: <laughs> close enough was the, enough, woman, hey. okay,
2: was the <laughs> one who got it green lit
1: yes so, Yep. because it's really like i uh every time i talk about the show i feel like the same thing that comes up every time is me and the person I'm talking to, whoever it is, is always like, "Why was Caroline Stanberry put on this show?" And it's like, <laughs> I don't. It had to have been just because they needed a familiar face to like actually get some viewer, of viewer. Yep. Yeah, some viewer because I would have checked it out regardless. Me too. Because I, the cast looked absolutely beautiful, stunning, mm-hmm. looked amazing, rich, everything. So I was interested regardless. Plus, me too. Lisa Milan is on it, so I was going to be like, "Oh my God, Milan from College Hill is on here." I'm absolutely watching. So. It had to have been just for that aspect because one, she barely wanted to film with these people in And then two, when you were there, what were you offering? I mean, I feel like you kind of stepped it up like the last, what, two episodes? But it was 10 before that. And became a part of the cast,
2: actually. Like when they were playing that Never Have I Ever and she drank and was laughing, I enjoyed that. Yes. But nothing was more telling to me. Number one, Chanel um aion's dress did not look like a wedding dress at her all-white engagement i may be jumping ahead if i am let me know no but i felt like it's okay so she kept saying that and then if you notice how her friends caroline's friends kept coming up trying to shade and lisa called it out so fast she was like Mm -hmm. them in their corny shade i forget the word she used and then when they went to brunch after the after the was it the wedding or the engagement party they went to brunch And the chick, uh, uh, her ex-sister-in-law was on there. And then the other girl from Ladies of London. Mm
0: -hmm. And she said,
2: oh, to Lisa, you're a firecracker. Well, you know, Caroline loves firecrackers, but you have to be a little bit down here. And Lisa said, well, then we'll always have issues. I said, black woman, you better tell them, ain't nobody dummying down to Caroline Stanbury.
1: Why would we dim our life for Caroline? For Caroline? (laughs) Are you joking? Her and her power-bottom husband. Why would we do that? (laughs) Sure, and there's nothing. Why did that man ride up on that jet ski? That's what I want to know. Why Why did you have to be there? andrick Sergio was one of the grass. He wanted to be there just like they I'm hanging were. up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Sergio wanted to be there. Sergio was one Listen. of the grass. Do you hear me?
2: Ooh, I said, is he crying?
1: Because <laughs> she's leaving? He didn't want to be without his mommy. That's how kids do.
2: Yeah, I said, is this real? Like, I, I mean, her daughter, when she gave the toast, would she say something about the next one? I was like, uh-huh. so I I, I, I did. I felt like the cast didn't blend. I can also be fair and say that there were times when, yes, it was like, okay. When they went out to dinner and the night that she, um, a- Aion got turned up a little bit towards Caroline, I understood why people said, oh, she took that and ran with it. But I also understand why she did.
0: Because Mm -hmm. there have
2: been other conversations. And Mm -hmm. I felt like in that moment, they were also saying basically other conversations that we might not have been privy to. Right. Caroline was questioning what she did in a different way. So in that moment, I don't think Caroline meant anything by it because I get what she was trying to say with Brooks like, Mm -hmm. an investor is very different from a man giving you money and him being able to control you. Right. But I also understand why Ion was triggered. And Certain people that get triggered or allowed to on these shows. And then certain people, the audience gets upset when they're triggered. It's a big, it's, Oh, why is she getting triggered? I saw a lot of people saying that I am um, went too far. She took it too personal, but are you looking at why? Look at her history with Caroline and Caroline does come off as very pretentious. Mm-hmm. So I, I understood that. I appreciated her sharing about the female, um,
1: Circumcision, yeah. How she opened up. There has not been a single housewife. I don't know across all franchise that has opened up as much as she has. Caroline, I mean, not definitely not Caroline. Uh, Chanel Ion. I think has been one of the biggest success stories for a first-time housewife yes. across every franchise. She came yes. in, perfect amount of shade, perfect amount of humor, literally has an entire like lifestyle that we can actually yes. watch and want to uh like bask in the ambiance of. And then she actually has this history behind her that she's not afraid to share. She's not trying to constantly put on air. She actually gets in therapy. She's talking about this stuff on screen. She's talking with her sister, her sister's yeah. best everything oh. she's saying. All of that. That's perfect housewife. I
2: was watching it in the gym a couple of days ago and I was almost crying because that was, it was like a, you know, like when you're you're around a group of people that don't really always connect with you. And then when you get with that one person, whether it's family or a good girlfriend and like, it's almost like they unlock something inside of you. And I Mm -hmm. so appreciated hearing about, and I appreciated hearing about it from her sister's perspective also. Like I felt like you deserved the childhood. So Chanel Ayan is not that old. So when you really think about when she Mm -hmm. was five, it wasn't a hundred years ago, right? It was, you know, so it was, and when she talked about being sold and uh, her dad was going to take her to basically be sold, think about what happened to the 300 girls a couple years ago from Africa that were all of a sudden taken and the world didn't think enough of them to try to find them, try to like anything like that. So Uh I, it, it, she really there's, she touched something in me and it's almost like she uses humor to get through. Like, I do think she's genuinely Uh happy, but she's also, it's like, she's so authentic in a way. Like, yes, I'm funny Uh and I can be friendly and I'm this fashion icon and this, but I'm also not afraid to let you know that I don't quite know how to deal with these feelings from My childhood, but I'm gonna try. And who I who I do not appreciate, do not see it for. I don't care because your honorary doctorate does not mean you have a doctorate. Because let somebody give me an honorary (laughs) doctorate in law, can I then operate as a lawyer? No, right. This woman, I know that Brooks is a handful. However. She couldn't even hear where Brooks was coming from.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She didn't understand. Brooks is a black woman. And we know that our parents are hard mm-hmm. and it, because they want to prepare us for life. We also know they love us because they clean us, they feed us, and they, they send us off to school. They'll do whatever they can do, but they're mm-hmm. not. And I'm, of course, I'm not speaking for all, but I'm just saying in this particular, in this instance, I related to Brooks. My mom wasn't lovey dovey PTA, this, that, and the third, Uh but she prepared me for the real world. So I, to me, when I see Brooks with her son, I see the same thing. I had to make me and Corey made both made conscious efforts to hug our kids. And to tell them we love them. And I'm not going to lie. It felt foreign at first. And it would Mm -hmm. be like, oh, my God, they're hanging all over me. They're kissing all over me. But we cultivated that because we didn't have that. But I also know that my mom loved me and she would claw somebody's eyes out for me. She whatever I needed and wanted, she made sure we had. So I see that with Brooks and her son. Mm -hmm. So when Brooks asked her about boarding school right I tell me i need to be closer to my son hello that's the problem and her friends that flip-flopped on her and thought that was funny
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I i understood why she got the way she got parenting is a sensitive thing and when you feel like someone is is telling you you're not a good parent or you're not doing the best by your child that kind of hurts and then when she told chanel a- Ion, if you keep doing the work you can be like me Girl, you couldn't even hear Brooks out and hear what she was saying and say, let's get to the bottom of this. You just kept throwing all these labels on her in your confessionals. And then with Chanel, now now she can do the work and become like you. I don't see it for Sarah. I wish she would hit the road, Jack, beat feet. Don't come back. no more. (laughs) There's something about her and her arrogance Mm -hmm. to me that just rubbed me
1: the wrong way. I literally had, I was going to ask you, who do you think the real villain of the show is, Caroline Stanberry or Sarah Almadani? Cuz I yeah, cuz I it, it's it's hard for me to tell sometimes because Sarah comes in with this air about her that she it's almost like it's it's a different kind of Caroline Stanberry actually. Mm. Caroline comes in and she's very blunt about not wanting to be there. Yes. She does not have time for this. I'm better than all of you and you and all And it's know the her. real her. Yes. And but Sarah comes in very pretentious very kind of you know oh well you know I I think you should do this and that very kind yes. of a, a covert almost exactly the same thing as Caroline stanberry but not as oh not not as on the head with it and yes. you have to really kind of like I I felt like I would if I was Brooks in that situation I couldn't understand why social media was like calling Brooks out and being like well you asked her you asked her I'm like she did not ask her about her parenting skills. She Thank asked her, you. what you think about boarding school? Like and I had an entirely different subject. I, I could not put the life of me fathom why like the, the pendulum was swinging one way or not the other one. It's and, very weird. And it's funny because I'm like,
2: if she was really skilled and then maybe if she really was a therapist, mm-hmm. she could have tied that into sometimes it creates an emotional distance.
0: Mm-hmm. Then being
2: at school you may not which could tur- turn in into y'all excuse me if y'all hear me burp i've been drinking wine i've been drinking <laughs> watermelon um but that's one of my favorite parts i'm sorry on the will smith movie when he's a superhero but he's like a villain too and my kids were laughing because they know Bangkok. I. Don't, yes they mm. know i don't curse really like but when we were on our facetime <laughs> my favorite part of that movie you smell like alcohol I've been drinking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, excuse me for movie, me burping okay. because <laughs> that's what's been happening. But if she was a if skilled and really empathetic and emotionally in tune, she could have not said what she said, but made Brooks think
0: mm-hmm. like, okay,
2: well, maybe I need to do this. But for you to say you need to be close with him, you've been there for fifteen minutes, right? And you walking around sweeping through this cast like you are the be all end all. You've risen to your higher self. No, you haven't. And I know that because you take every chance you get in your confessionals to talk about these women. But yet you've risen mm-hmm. to your higher self, girl. Go ahead somewhere, and let me tell you that little Nina. She's like sand in my panties. I'm telling you, like <laughs> when you go to the beach or sand in your, in your bikini bottoms.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: i think the reason lisa kept bringing up what she was saying about caroline stanberg because i don't think it was that far removed and now all of a sudden y'all are bfs and i Mm -hmm. do think she was trying to get in with caroline
1: oh absolutely and and nina is a weird one because i like her in her individual scenes me too but she fades all the way away in the group scenes and i forget she's there a lot and i'm like what happened to the one we were just seeing? Like, I like her and her husband. Like, they yes. have a great relationship. I like, she tries to, like, uh, tell us about her family history yes. and all kind of stuff. The stuff with her dad was super emotional, but I always forget she's in group scenes, and that's a horrible place to be at the end of a season. You're right, can You're right. So I'm because- wondering where she's mm-hmm. going to, if she's going to be back next season or, or what's going to happen. I don't know.
2: She almost reminds me, because sometimes she feels awkward to me. Mm-hmm. She almost reminds me of, Peggy Salahi maybe not
1: number one hundred, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> number one. Yeah, I'm not gonna
2: lie though. I wish she had got a second scene because when she clipped Megan King Edmund's lips together,
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just She was all over the place that scene. She was, Jesus. and when they
2: were, yeah, her and Deco or whatever. Like, mm. you cannot claim. I've been mad for twenty something years when. Y'all are divorced. Y'all still ain't got remarried. And I think you got divorced to protect your asset and the Hello. bankruptcy that Deco filed. But anyway, but Hello. yeah, Nina, she <laughs> kind of faded to black for me. I'm glad that her dad, from what we saw, was pulling through from the COVID, mm-hmm. but she definitely faded to black for like all the way to the black. Now, Brooks, um, and I blame you
1: for making me see that she- very special. <laughs> That's K Michelle. I'm telling y'all, we ain't seen him in the. Same I point. blame you for making mm-hmm. me
2: see that, and now I can't unsee it. Um, I also don't appreciate Brooks and how she's running back to Caroline with this stuff mm-hmm. about. Um, a, um, I keep wanting to say, I am Our girl Chanel. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way she keeps running. I, something about that. It doesn't seem like it comes from a genuine place because I feel like if me, you, and a third and a friend had an issue, I can come to you and say, "Well, you know what, Kendrick." If you bring it, yeah, I can see how you, how you would think that of so-and-so, but
0: mm-hmm. da, 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 da,
2: da. it doesn't seem genuine to me. It mm-hmm. seems like it's coming from a different place. I don't even know if the place is malicious, but I, I just don't know. I don't know. I wish. She's but, on the losing team right now. She's on the losing team.
1: Yeah.
2: On these housewives and on them wigs. Baby. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> yeah of seeing our girls look like that get yourself together you are talking about how much money you make and your wig looks like a helmet
1: yeah it's bad
2: i just but she's also fu- like i like her and um chanel together because they're funny mm-hmm. this her and lisa i don't know i'm like does she have sexual attention with lisa like uh, to think to it's me weird <laughs> she was reaching when she said lisa was chanel's uh pulling her strings i'm like right i don't even know where she got that from but and i think that's what makes this cast so interesting because it's like chaotic but Mm -hmm. i can understand the chaos and i enjoy it Mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem malicious like it doesn't seem like a coordinated effort i am interested to see about this whole takedown of caroline that was supposedly coordinated and brooks was a part of it
1: hmm i want to see all of that and i want to know about more about uh caroline and jeffrey epstein's book too i need Listen, to know a little more about
2: that honey i'm so glad the way lisa said that this is why she is the number one
1: mm-hmm. i
2: brooks reminds me of the black girl that's going to be with a group of white women and be okay with them talking about the other black girls because you kind of want to fit in because you mm-hmm. kind of see them as upper yourself
0: mm-hmm. that's what she
2: reminds me of and not very confident in who she is because she leads with money and even the other girls talk about money but it's like in a different way than brooks even caroline sansbury mm-hmm. she leads with an air of i know i have money i don't have to talk about it
1: mm-hmm. versus
2: caroline just leads uh with money and i'm interested did her and her ex get back together are they
1: sure listen I forgot everything that happened on damn. uh... (laughs) Wait, are you talking about, Brooks or Stanberry? Brooks, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I I I forgot everything that that happened on damn Ladies of London. I don't know nothing about. But if I say if Stanberry back with her ex, then it's so that Sergio can have a top in the bedroom. (laughs) Woo! i don't know but it it seems like things aren't done between brooks and her ex-husband i know what you mean that's it just
2: seemed like i got a vibe uh but i was also wondering when she kept saying he was mean i was wondering was there more to that too
1: he seems mean though
2: yeah but i mean like did it turn a different kind of kind of kind of than other than just verbally i was just wondering what she saw Uh and kendrick when her son said gold digger I thought he said, "gold nigger. And I said, is that something new?
1: <laughs> Kendrick, they over there in Dubai. They might, they might be teaching us something. I don't know listen, what it is.
2: I had to turn that back a couple of times. I said, I know <laughs> she ain't
1: joking with
2: this non-black man. And then mm-hmm. and when I said, I said, uh-oh, okay.
1: You're yeah, right. And her y- son y'all getting better bullied, speak up. <laughs>
2: listen, and her son getting bullied. Oh, man, that just touched my heart. I was I like, no. I just hate like oh my god! I just hate that. But um, he's a beautiful. All their kids are gorgeous Mm -hmm. and seem very. And and I even like the goat.
1: No, Miss Goat. Oh, yes. But um, poor Miss R.I.P. to the King, Miss Goat. Yes, R.I.P. And
2: I hope that Dubai comes comes too. In a way, I hope it comes to Bravo, but in a way, I don't because it's it's good either. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. so. But I, I really like the girls. I wonder if Caroline is going to be back. I could see her. Co- I could see her coming <laughs> back with either her sister in law or the other girl that was there, Juliet. Like, was that a sure. test for them to be on the show? Because
1: if, if so, it they is, gonna, they, they, they fail. Alive.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: They yeah. Alive. Lisa tell tatted ass. Up. That, that's not All what they want. The stay way. with you at. I'm wondering. Uh, listen, we've seen a lot come from uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season Two, so I'm wondering if this really was Phaedra's kind of audition back into the back- fold. Are you
2: conflicted in any way, or, or are you okay? No, nope. like I want her to come back. Okay, no, nope, I'm okay with her coming back. Me too.
1: She's Me not. Too. She won't be on Atlanta. So we. I mean, we all know that she's not coming back to Atlanta. That probably won't ever happen. I. I, I doubt it will. This is a whole nother scenario. You know, we. We have plenty of other, you know, criminality and you know all That's that employed. I'm, so yeah. y'all will be okay.
2: Because yeah, people, come back. I'm not gonna watch if she comes back. But you watched. Ashley on Potomac with her husband and we know the mm-hmm. charges pressed against him
1: Chad, y'all watched everybody the charges pressed against them so Listen, y'all will be okay
2: wonder they, they love pk and don't he manage boy And isn't he the one is he the one that tied somebody up a boy up to the radiator in his apartment and wouldn't <laughs> let them escape
1: i don't know nothing that, listen you know i stays at them people business i don't know what go on like, i barely knew who the hell boy george was before listen, I was
2: that's the one that sings come and come a, come a camellia right or is that the wrong one there's oh, two of them it? is there boy george and george boy i know there's two georges
1: <laughs> <laughs> Child, i don't know i know there's a george, a, a george paul hell i don't know here we go listen let's I'm listen listening. let's get up out of dubai because i don't know how the hell we got here <laughs> oh,
2: but can i just say one last thing yes lisa if you're listening
1: hey grass
2: i would like you to come on the podcast we can talk girl talk we don't have to talk about dubai yes. but i have to say you and mind soul and body Adi, Adi, yes. are the best housewife in the world and I'm, the gonna perfect be life. I'm gonna be honest i'm being totally like I'm um, an F boy. Simply off your looks, you ain't even got to say nothing. Just, just
1: come on to the show. Right. Agreed. I was. I want to make that happen so bad. I just. I need to look up and see what time. Like what? What time is it in Dubai? Hendrick, because
2: <laughs> I want you to get up at midnight if it calls for it. I know. I will. Y'all, we need to manifest. All the ladies from Dubai coming on Kendrick's podcast, especially Chanel Ion, because there's something I think that would be magic with them, too. So we're manifesting this for you, Kendrick.
1: Okay, manifested. Y'all's lips, God's ears. That's all I need. I can call them on the back
2: line. I know people have Jesus on the main line, but I got him on the back line, so I can hit him. See, that's what I'm
1: talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Just text them, <laughs> kick them, WhatsApp, all that. I need to get them no, on there for me. Not WhatsApp, <laughs> Jesus. All of it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to Atlanta. A lot's been happening in Atlanta. I'm loving this season. So far. what do you, just kind of overall, What if you had to give it a grade as to where it is right now, how would you grade this season of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta?
2: Okay. My grading might be on a different scale only because I don't care how exciting or dramatic
0: mm-hmm.
2: the Atlanta season is I love the Atlanta franchise as a whole hands down and mm-hmm. I've said this before because every single woman could be a family member or a good friend of mine no matter who they have on these on the show right. I'm going to give it an a minus just because okay. just because they are beautiful melanated black girls that are Doing big things, Kenya and her hairline, Candy as always, through mm-hmm. she doing something. Um, you know, yeah, like, yeah. not some So <laughs> I absolutely love, and I like this season. I also like mm-hmm. how you quite never know where the alliances
1: are going to fall. Right. Which is
2: weird to me. I'm used to knowing. Which is how
1: it should be. It yes. should not be like Beverly Hills where it's always no matter what, I'm defending them and they're wrong. I'm a defend them and they're right. I'm gonna defend them right. yes. and yes. they're indifferent. Nope, we're steadfast. We're holding here. We holding court right here. You're not getting past as a barrier of entry. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, yes. No, I hate that that's why we need such a big change in beverly hills i love that like there's clearly teams in atlanta like there's clearly like the candy kenya drew more close and then you got the sonya marlo uh Sheree, more close on this side but still even the beefs cross like the beefs can be internal they can be the 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 call is coming from inside the house okay you never know i then that's what i love about atlanta
2: and I got fed up with Bravo for a minute, but let me tell you what brought me back. Because the other day I was thinking, and I said, Bravo is iconic. They
0: mm-hmm. have
2: two women with names that are not your names that people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Spelled the same, pronounced differently, and they are both flops. Two men.
1: <laughs> Chere and Cherie not that way you said it both flops <laughs> i
2: think i think Cherie had decided already that she was coming she wants to research her, re, do a career resurgence mm-hmm. and so i'm gonna get in where i fit in i'm not gonna be riding garcelle a hundred percent like we thought she would be you mm-hmm. on on the lines wishing Diana happy birthday, but you no. see what your homegirl is going through. You telling Lisa renna she seems nurturing. I don't believe you believe that. No. But then you're telling Sutton that she's she's this and she's that, which I agree with. But you could have checked some Erica Janes and all them, too. Then you have Sheree. People keep <laughs> saying Sheree is iconic because she's been on the show three times. That also means she's been let go twice. <laughs> Anytime a woman has been let go twice, and her first scene with the girls are her looking gorgeous, even though she was sweating, looking gorgeous in her workout clothes, and you find out it was because she had just signed her contract because she happened to be working out, and they said, okay. She got the call that, okay, you're a girl, come sign your contract and then go down um, a couple of doors to meet the girls. Girl, you would have been signed your contract like other. Sheree to me is the flop. The only thing Share, the only thing a person Sheree is loyal and was ever loyal to was Kim Zosiak. She's not loyal to Sonya. Mm. She's not loyal to Kenya. She's not loyal to Candy. You talking in confessionals about Todd. Sleeping around about Candy being a whore. You talking about Kenya, like she was never loyal to anybody except Kim Zosiak.
1: So are you say, okay, so are you saying she's a flop or a flip-flop? Which one? Both,
2: <laughs> Bo, not both. Oh. I think she's a flop.
1: Now, that doesn't mean
2: she doesn't bring good moments for me, mm-hmm. but to me, she just gives, you know what it is? The nerf of you to talk about when it was uh, uh, drill, mm-hmm. and you say the workout <laughs> that's your lane ma'am you don't have a lane it's been how many years yeah and you ain't produced nothing so to me the nerve of you but I will say her confidence is of such I partly admire her <laughs> and I'm partly scared Because anybody that can have that much confidence Mm -hmm. when you had a fashion show with no fashions,
1: a presentation.
2: And then you in the confessionals this year saying that you are turning the name down. Basically. I admire you. Anybody (laughs) that can sit in a confessional and say about drew that her body was built. What she said. Her body was like a something like, sheree has got body yada yada don't get me wrong but it's just like Mm -hmm. girl you are not sitting on tens in all of these categories and you coming in like i don't know i just don't like Sheree to me goes with the wind
0: Mm. like
2: whichever whichever wind is gonna potentially secure her for the next season to -hmm. me that's who she goes with so that's how i feel like the way she turned on candy like i said when really she should have been asking candy for advice and for help yeah. The way she flipped on Kenya with Marla when, when Kenya didn't come to the little thing that they were doing to make uh Sheree feel better.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the way she's cozying up, cozying up to Sanya when look, let's be clear. Sanya to me, I think she should come back, but I don't I don't like the way she's moving this season. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think Kenya and Sheree were right in their scenario. Y'all wasn't there at 8:30 or whatever time the bus was leaving. Right. Y'all wasn't there. Right. And I agree with Candy. She that girl was in the middle of working to call and see if y'all are coming, absolutely not. But right. I love how Kenya backed um Sonya down. But you all in confessionals, yeah, 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 yeah. But you ain't got none of that in her face. I right. said Kenya. You better back her all the way down. I love this season. I love how Kenya will call out Drew, but then defend Drew. And Mm -hmm. the way Kenya was like, girl, get out of my my face. (laughs) When when Kenya walked up to the window, it was like, "When you come out and talk to her? In Blue
1: Ridge, yes.
2: It made me wonder, was that when Marlo said the things that she said about Candy's daughter that no one will talk about? And then I'm wondering if
1: it's gonna come up at the reunion,
2: right? And if it was there, Kendrick, I look dark. Can you see me? Because I ain't got my light on. Hell no, I'm wondering. I'm like, where
1: you at, girl? (laughs) Hold on, can I turn my light on? Yes. (laughs) Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes. Guess what? I'm on Buy Me a Coffee, or in my case, Buy Me a Beer, okay? Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics2, the number two this time. Yeah, they said it was too long, yada, 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 whatever. Listen. I work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the Instagram account, to do the polls, the stories, the uh, 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 everything else in between. Any support that you guys give me, I always appreciate. So if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh, ratings and reviews, then just buy me a coffee. I love you for it. Mwah! Sheree is the biggest stressor in my life currently. Like I'm going, you know, we we all have things, work be hard, you know, family drama and everything. Nothing is stressing me out more than Shiba Sheree. Do you think she's going to pull it off by the end? I know she had a fashion show, but that's not what I'm concerned about. I know the fashion show is going to be in the finale. I want to know when the finale airs, will I be able to take my credit card or use my Apple Pay get on a website and purchase me a jogger set because that's what I'm concerned with. What do you think?
2: One thing about Sheree that I admire is that (laughs) she doesn't mind looking foolish. So, (laughs) and still has the air about her like, but I am a queen because she is still a queen. But Mm so I go back and forth. Sometimes I think she has the line already. Everybody will be able to buy it. And then sometimes I think, She's only gonna produce the fashion show and say the rest is in production because of COVID Ooh. and monkeypox and because the sky
1: is blue that we can't get it. Child, this is really um, this is this is very concerning to me.
2: I just I don't under for someone that has her platform and <laughs> access to information and access to a candy,
1: to a Kenya. Uh-huh. What's not like what what's not clicking with your team, you know? I I will say on the so we're all recording this y'all y'all know by now obviously that uh this episode comes out on Mondays like it usually does. We're recording this prior to the new episode. And I, her and Kenya do sit down. Like Kenya's helping her on the newest episode. And I will say it's a mess. Kenya is shading all over the place. So that's going to be something fun to look forward to on the new episode. Oh, because she is shady. Yes. yes. Now, do we know how that's going to work out? No, but I'm surely ready to find out. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and because Sheree has to come with it because Kenya wasn't there for the fashions and fashions, but she was there for Chateau she can't pay, she can't in pay. right yeah. so i want i'm like she's got to know that kenya is going especially when kenya sees how sharae talked about her
1: Hmm.
2: so i don't know and Sheree would be a person that i just feel like you can't really trust mm. you know i don't know i just i don't know but so we'll see and the fact that she's asking apollo to be on so- i said well she is smart she knows that'll cause some you know ruckus
1: Right. Is this the episode he's supposed to
2: be oh, on? I think, I, think so. I think so. And she even yeah. said she thinks it's time that Candy forgive, you know, on Carlos's podcast, Candy Forgive yeah. mm. So that that's why I think where Sharae comes from with the show. It's like even if it makes me look bad, if it's a benefit to the show, I'll show it. And I think that's where, she, where you have that one housewife who shows up to work,
1: mm. regardless of
2: whatever light it puts her in.
1: I actually I, I, I want her to succeed. I really enjoy Sheree. I mean, whenever she's on the show, I really, really, really enjoy Sheree. Boo, tomato, um, tomato, tomato. No, i think <laughs> She did that. That's the only reason I do that. I do. I, I love her on the show so much. I feel like her, because her shade isn't always the loudest, but you definitely yes. feel it when she throws it. And I do love that. But I also, she's somebody I trust so hard to root for, even yes. though she makes it so hard sometimes, Lord. I Lord yes. Jesus, she I makes feel it so like, hard.
2: I honestly feel like, even though I say, you know, she's been the only housewife that has come back twice, which means she's been like, I still, I don't think she should have been let go those seasons. I think she should have right. been a, a cast staple because we would have been able to see her in every stage, you know? So I, I yeah. feel like she should have been on the show. Like but she, she gave every season she was
1: on, like there was no yes. reason for her to be like, let go. But I mean, then when you were letting go for the cast members that you let her go for, it's like, right? I mean, I understand. Okay. Season five, you can justify because that's when we got Kenya and Portia. Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Even though I I I would have been okay with that being a seven person cast. Yeah. But you know, y'all didn't, whatever. You know, I'm not my business, especially since I guess Kim was still there, you know, at the time. I don't know. But uh the second time, I don't know why the hell they thought they needed to get rid of her. That was right. super weird. And those are some great even without Nene being there, those were some great years of housewives. And I would have wanted to see
2: Sheree interact with these women after she was the only one on Kim's side at the reunion.
1: Yes. Now
2: let's come back and see. You know, they could have been like, girl, like what would, you know what I mean? I would have loved to see that.
1: Especially since Portia had like just done it. Like nobody was right. on her side after like that whole candy fiasco. So like she was there on her, but she still showed up to work every day. Yes, she, she still did. Came. She, she argued with them every time she had to. She did what she needed to do. And she was the powerhouse player. You can't deny her.
2: And that season, I
1: will say Sharae
2: was one of the only ones that would
1: talk to Portia. Yeah.
2: So when she talks about showing up to work, she knows what her job, you know what I mean? Like what Mm -hmm. her job, she's like, you said, how we don't always see her shade coming. She's very smart, but in a different way than how we see a Kenya Mm
0: -hmm. or,
2: you know, a candy, the way they navigate. I am ready to see candy activated with Marlowe. Let me tell you something. I'm (laughs) sick.
1: Of Marlo I know you are I know because
2: I don't mind her going low what I don't like is the victimization that she puts herself in when uh-huh. somebody comes back for her she's making it seem as if her and Ralph were having a private conversation right. so you invited yourself into Ralph's conversation and you notice how with Marlo to me when she said I was talking to Ralph and he talked about no adopting and that triggered me. From when that happened to me when I was younger. But then you turn around and say Kenya is using something that happened from her and she's triggered. Girl, you're doing the same
1: thing. I've always said, you know, I I strongly feel like the reason that Kenya and Marlo just will never actually honestly get along is because they're the same person.
2: Yes. Yes, sir. Because do you remember when, when Marlo said, that's why your own mama didn't want you... Kenya didn't even argue with her back Mm -hmm. and at that point I was like that's something that Kenya would have said right (laughs) so Mm
0: -hmm. so the whole
2: going low on housewives because to me if you're not if you're fighting with your words just like when you fight with your fists you fight to hurt the person people especially housewives fight with their words Mm -hmm. so Marlo going low now I don't know what she said about uh, Brooklyn but I don't think that if you want to talk about the mama, that's fine. But to talk about the kid is like, that's not cool. Right. But it's her making herself a victim. Now she's a on victim. And I'm loving that, Ken- <laughs> that Candy is getting right back with her.
1: Hmm. I love I'm ready for the reunion. I feel like too. both, even though Beverly Hills is boring as fuck, I'm looking forward to their reunion too. Because yeah. I'm not necessarily to hear any of the bullshit they're going to spew. But I want to see what questions Andy's going to ask and what makes the show.
2: I wish That's it was a I'm different
1: host. In. Same. Let Carlos King do it because Ooh. what are we doing? Just saying. Now, I don't know if Andy go to ask all the right shit and I need the right shit asked.
2: Right. And so. not only if he asked the right stuff, are you going to have
1: the depth and range to even probe further to get... Yes. To- so, yeah. Because it's a lot we need to talk. A lot we need to talk about over there. And it's a lot we need to talk about at this Atlanta reunion too. So I'm looking Listen. forward to both sets of reunions. I'm ready. I,
2: can, I, I, I cannot wait. I just Let me ask you this. What do you think about when Candy said, you're saying this to Ralph and you sent your nephews back? Because for me, like you and I discussed in text,
0: mm-hmm. Ralph
2: does a lot of things wrong, but I understood his position with the whole n- non-adopting. And I do think that Drew understood it too, but for the show, she had to make it a thing. Because Mm -hmm. I've been there with my oldest and Corey. So I understood completely. He could want to adopt him all day long. But if a deadbeat who's not even showing up decides I'm not giving up my rights,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: he's just not. What matters to me is Ralph treating him like that's his son. Right. So I understood Ralph. So what do you think about that? And what do you think about when Candy said, if a man says something, y'all feel like, Uh, if you say something about a man y'all feel like he can't say anything back to because I find that that rumbles in the viewers too Mm
0: -hmm. and let me tell
2: you something if you say something about my husband and he's sitting there we're both going to say something to you he Mm -hmm. has every right so the fact that Marlo tried to twist it and say oh so you're cursing at me now he wasn't cursing at you he used a curse word in his sentence so what do you think about those two and how Marlo felt and how Candy felt
1: Okay, I would pull one of you not disappear for me. i like, yeah, yes, probably. you did. Then I saw your hands go back like that. Right. Um. So the first one, cut. Simple answer. Uh, I agree. You know, I I think. Marlo is hard sometimes. Marlo is someone that I love on the show because she keeps up a lot of shit. So obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, I love a a shit starter. It makes for great reality TV. But we all, Marlo is wrong 10 out of 10 times. Like that's that's no secret. We all know that. So uh, do I expect Marlo to be right in anything? Probably not. Do I find her entertaining? Yeah, so stick around. I'm okay with that. The other issue you raised, very layered for me because... I feel like that was very correct what he said it is true with the the viewers and with the cast, they're going to treat men jumping in, you know, it's like oh you're in woman's business, but I think for me at least, I think like someone that's so not in it like a Todd, like a Ross like a child even a ralph ralph really don't (laughs) in. he just ralph having enough his own shit going on he don't need to jump in nobody else business but like i think like those are three good examples of like when they jump in you know it's for a reason like it's for a solid call so like i'll never fault them for that i think like a a peter a Mm. joe gorga a a couple of the people in like the bravo sphere I feel like they want to be, you know, out front holding the the peach or the, okay. you know, that too. So sometimes that can be like, okay, damn, your wife is here. Let her shine in this moment. Yes. You know, Peter was on Carlos King's podcast and he said that that was one of their <laughs> biggest, like, points of argument because, like, sometimes... He would do so much like, you know, she'd try to come in and do something. He'd do so much that like it ends up causing her to like have friction with the other women. It's like, well, damn, I didn't even get to do nothing. He the one causing all this drama for me, not even for him. So it's like, damn, your wife was hired to be on the show. Let her like, and especially in New Jersey, that's where it kills me because Melissa needs to do everything she can to stay on that show. I don't need Joe Gorga, like, fighting every battle of hers. Like, I get it. It's a little bit different with Joe because him and Teresa are brother and sister. So if he's going to Teresa, it makes sense. Siblings are going to fight. Right. That makes sense. But if it's like, you know, sometimes when the men are so focused on being the star and being in front, when you're showing up on a jet ski to a girl's trip because you can't be without your wife for so long, you know, it, it gets a little weird for me. So it it's a little me. layered. Yeah, I think it's it's a case-by-case basis. But I think Candy essentially what she said is right. You know that the men can't do too much like they normally would because then everybody on social media is going to have an opinion about whether or not yes. you should have said anything.
2: And people will, there are people that have been in relationships with men that aren't good. Mm -hmm. So a man cannot even raise his voice, but just simply say what Todd said. And immediately people are triggered. Why is he yelling at her? And to Mm -hmm. me, I feel like Todd had every right to speak up on her saying stuff about him and I I respect him for not because initially he didn't jump in when he was like, when she was like, Mm -hmm. your mom, this, he let his candy, like, this is your job
1: he kept eating he yeah. kept,
2: yes and and people don't like Todd I like him I've yeah. always liked him and I get the pushback about the way he is with Kayla unfortunately I also understand sometimes black folks we were raised that you come up in the struggle mm-hmm. and I don't agree with it I feel like well if I'm struggling, I hate
1: that so much yeah
2: it's like struggle love yes like we got to go through every
1: aspect of a black person's life has to be struggling it's like why why i don't get that like like let's take top for instance i don't get that y'all have this y'all are living like in the lap of luxury and all like that i know no one's saying like you know give them everything and all like i understand you want them to understand the value of a hard day's work but like When it gets to the point of that, they're struggling as much as the person that has no connections, has no money in the bank, has like none of this stuff. Then it's getting a little weird. Like it's like so. Then it makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, a lot of stuff Candy says about her needing to make sure she has stuff in place, or everything ever happens to her makes a whole lot more sense now and it makes me think that like she's gonna make sure that Kayla's okay because she don't know if she's gonna be okay if it's just Todd and that's
2: the thing it's like I don't think it's a thing of can't I don't feel like Todd would oh just hoard the money for himself Mm -hmm. I believe I feel like people forget that Todd did have his own job and even if he wasn't making as much as Candy he was making money right Marries Candy and Candy specifically said I don't like people talk about oh Todd starting all these businesses with her money She told that man, I don't want you. When he was hired for different production jobs, if they were out of town, she didn't want him to take them. Mm -hmm. Now, whether it was because she thought something was going to go on, either way, she's like, I don't want you to take them. And to me, we complain about Black men. People say Black men aren't in their kids' lives. You have a man that's daddy daycare, and now that's a joke hmm it's like so that makes sense what you said she wants to make sure kayla's okay so i don't think todd would just be lavishly spending the money on him but i think he needs to get out of that mentality i came up hard i i'll never forget i was telling uh big cory we get to a certain level i would want my kids cars their first cars to be brand new now were they no but they're decent Listen, right they got hondas they're decent there you go <laughs> and but i said i would want to buy them brand new cars but what i said was not a brand new BMW, maybe a brand new, whatever. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's safe. He was like, no, they need to learn how to work hard. And I got what he was saying, but I said it like, it doesn't have to be a struggle for our kids. There's a way to give them a leg up without them being spoiled. It just depends on how you do it. So right now my kids know, my son knows that when Bitcoin was out there helping him furnish his apartment, for the third year and you buy him gold and black and accessories. And I, and I would have been like, eh, eh, you going to mm-hmm. get the Dallas or whatever. Mm-hmm. I also know my son knows the value of working hard, but he knows, Hey, I'm going to ask my, cause we also taught him, Hey, a closed mouth don't get fed. So he's going to ask. So it's not like we're raising some spoiled child. He knows when it comes down to it, I still have to work for this. Right. So I just think we need to get out of that. Everything needs to be a struggle type thing. And I wish Todd would just, let go of that. I also wonder, do you think it could be that he's saying that, but he doesn't want... People already say Candy takes care of him. He doesn't want it to appear that Candy's also taking care of her. And he's not Mm. saying that because people already say she's a sugar mama. So then if Caleb (laughs) was living the lavish life, what would they say about her?
1: Right. You know, I almost feel like she doesn't even care about any of that, too, because she's literally... I feel like if she did, she'd be like they're living in Atlanta, but she's not, she's back in New York. So did it's you, like,
2: did you see the interview that she did an interview and she Mm-mm. was crying like about her, about the things that they were saying about Todd when they were like, Oh, you're a horrible mm. parent. And she was like, let's be clear. I've lived in, I've lived, I've lived in a penthouse that my dad provided. Mm-hmm. So the way it's coming and certain things aren't shown that were recorded that y'all aren't saying. So what she was saying was he's not leaving me broke penniless high and dry but he Mm -hmm. does expect me to have a job and to work. And she talked about the lavish lifestyle they lived before, like when he found out, of course, that he was hers before he met Candy or before he got with Candy. So she was actually crying and was like, the things that they're saying about my dad are not true. Right. So I feel like Todd is a stand-up guy. I do. I don't, for some reason, I just, I just like him. I really do. Mm -hmm.
1: Let uh let's jump to the reunion looks. Do Ooh, you girl <laughs> the girl I want you to I know. Give me uh kind of give me go, go through the six looks just kind of like I'm going to put like a minute on the clock. Give me your favorite, your least favorite, and what you think about the other okay. four.
2: Okay, I'm pulling them up right now. Okay, I'm going through them again. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Tell me when my clock starts. Starts now. <laughs> I think they all, first of all, look absolutely gorgeous in these colors. All these women are beautiful. Yes. I agree with someone online who said that Sonia is giving Monique. I definitely feel like
1: that's a Monique style dress. Same Bob. Yep. And everything. Bob,
2: Come on, Bob. B-O-B. Bobiana. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Drew is at absolutely hands down so gorgeous. And I just feel like mm-hmm. with the between the dress and the gloves and the makeup seems heavy. And I don't know if it's just a picture, but it seems like a lot. But at the same time. I feel like she looks good. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like the pink lipstick, but I feel like I like the dress. I feel like she looks really good, even mm-hmm. though I feel like it's giving a lot of sun to her. Marlo has come to show the tummy and the leg. I think that Marlo looks good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I think that she reminds me of Miami for some reason. Like, she's just having fun, fun nights. I don't think she looks bad. And I love the shoes. As far as Candy, I think this is... I want... I almost feel like the style of the dress and the hair and the makeup has been one of Candy's best reunion looks Mm -hmm. just because of the style. I think that she looks gorgeous. She looks fun. She looks free. She looks snatched. I love the train. I really liked it. As far Mm -hmm. as Kenya, I liked Kenya's. I wish she had done something different with her hair and with the dress because for Kenya, to me, it Mm seems so simple. Mm -hmm. But like if she had that dress, I mean, that hair I love, but not with, that dress i feel like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just wish she had went bigger and just with her personality but she Mm -hmm. looks good in the dress so it's not bad i just wish i i wish she would have done a little more with it as far as charade, i like i like it (laughs) but it reminds me of a bridesmaid's dress a little bit Mm. so but the color looks good on her Okay. Um, and I think she looks good. Her titties are sitting up nice and um, in that dress. But yeah, it just reminds me of a bridesmaid's dress. So it's not bad, but it gives me wedding vibes.
1: I, okay. So I, I do, I, I agree with you. I love all of these looks. So I don't think there's a bad like look in the group. Me neither. I will say Drew and Sonia specifically, when I saw other pictures of them, like sitting down, especially, first of all, Sonia's dress is a fantastic sit-down dress for the reunion. Okay, It okay. looks great sitting down. It's going to come across great on camera. And both her and Drew, when I saw these pictures, I was like, I love these looks. I, I absolutely love these looks, but the makeup does look heavy. But when I saw them in other pictures, I was like, okay, makeup looks great. It's this okay. lighting that's okay. doing too much. So I think it's going to come across on camera. Fantastic. Okay. So that was uh, You're right. That was a concern of mine too. And I looked at these pictures. I was like, Jesus, that's kind of a lot. But but I you think, know what? Did you see that their
2: own personal pictures are totally different? And I don't think there was retouching. I think it's the lighting.
1: It and is I'm tired of them doing our girls like this. Right. It's it's a little much. I uh I'm gonna so Kenya, the hair. I'm actually obsessed with it. I love it. Because I remember when Andy put out that little, like, you know, y'all was just like a little clip video of him talking yeah. to someone, but he doesn't show them. And he commented, he was like, Kenya, your hair. Yeah. He said something about it. I love. But when I saw it, I was like, okay. As far as hair goes, that's the winner. The dress, you're right too. I love the dress separately. I don't know how that's going to look sitting down though. And yeah. that's what I'm a little nervous about. Cause that I love the, like the, the constructed side yes, right there, yes. but I just don't know. It looks fantastic. Standing up. Don't know how it's going to look standing. I'm a sitting down, but I'm anxious to see uh, Candy. I think looks fantastic. Marlo. Mm. I think looks. I thought everybody looked great. Marlo looks great. I think. Marlo, I feel like could have done different hair because her dress has so much going on that she either should have just pulled it back all the way or put it up or like something, a little much, but still, I think everybody everybody nailed it. Sheree, I think Sheree looks great. Hair looks, I don't know if it's just the pitch because it is bad lighting. Hair looks a tad synthetic, but I'm sure it looks good. (laughs) I'm sure to look good on camera. Boobs are boobing like they need the boob. And, yes. You know, I don't know what that one little random piece of fabric is, but I'm okay Me with Me neither. I was a, maybe that's it's a pocket. You know, women like pockets. Y'all like pockets. So maybe it's like she's can... dress. She was the yeah. maid of honor, and that's where she put the ring. Boom. When there you go. Her. Boom. Okay. So I liked it. I liked it. Before I, you know, I want to uh get you here because I want to talk about all of our, you know, I want to give the people a Bravo episode, but I also want to talk about some other stuff that we're enjoying. Oh yes, yes, so yes, I want the kind of Let's touch on Bell Collector before we mm. get out of here. How uh, how far is, how far are you in the season? Are you going into the, the third or?
2: episode? Not all the way up. Okay, okay. I, I think it was the third episode. Um, because Owen is a little bit different from Peacock, where Peacock those hour episodes are like thirty nine minutes because they don't have no commercials, which I love because you can get mm-hmm. caught up quick. Um, I will say this: Owen though, I, has
1: like thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was like, why are these commercials here? Yeah, I will say mm-hmm. I'm loving. This is where the names get yes greg's wife is his name greg um letitia that's glenn Glenn. glenn's wife
1: Leticia. or she she was on the podcast she told she said everybody everyone calls her letitia but it's actually Leticia.
2: letitia i Mm -hmm. love her i understand her internal struggle it's so easy for people to say just walk away but it's not your heart wants what it wants and the thing Mm -hmm. is she's not able to walk away because she doesn't know the truth and i feel like the the only thing I wish she would I'm glad she finally asked him about the baby because my thing with her was I get you wanting to know but all this other chit chat I would have been it, I need to know if that baby is yours before we can move forward at all anyway so mm-hmm. it could ease her mind mm-hmm. when he said um, she is his everything she is something she's his heir I'm good I have to say this because it's the first thought that came to my mind mm-hmm. I'll choke bitch because you <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> i'm your heir but you okay so that was the first thing in my mind mm-hmm. i understand it, it's easy to be regretful like looking back everybody knows me and my actions weren't good but sometimes it's too late sometimes it's not but she definitely still loves him i feel like hair salon owner latrice i couldn't even get him straight
1: latrice, latrice latrice yeah, yeah okay mm-hmm. latrice
2: is absolutely oh by the way uh laticia is absolutely gorgeous doing yes. her thing um Latrice, I feel like she's doing her thing, but I felt like it was a Housewives moment um, in the beginning when she called and was talking to her publicist. I just kind of felt like now she's aware she's on TV. And I hope that does not change these ladies. I hope mm-hmm. they remain true to who they are. Yes. She's good. Cliff is on my nerves because <laughs> you say it's something you get to decide together about having a baby. You mean if she says yes? Right. She's telling you no. And I could see him being that old school. And for those of y'all, the, your listeners probably know watching dancing dolls dd4l mm-hmm. and hearing that cliff may have dated sonjay's mom i could see it
1: okay we actually okay so funny enough i know you're not you're gonna have fun these next couple episodes that you have to watch okay because the episode that's going to come up this upcoming friday he actually brings that up on the show that's where
2: I got and I was like I need to go back and go and, and go back through some of the episodes with mm-hmm. so uh, uh her name is Serena Selena Serena or st- starts with the mm-hmm. S. so I need to go back and see because I can see her being his type
1: chat because uh, him and jj ain't too far off so listen,
2: <laughs> when jj did uh um, competed with the dolls because they have like the parents and i said jj and he would say sonjay but what do we call himself sonjay's daddy baby i'm daddy baby or whatever so to see him now Ooh. is like so
1: funny i like I, him on this show is hilarious yeah, to I me. Ba- he, baby he country as a road listen, and i love every minute of it and <laughs> every
2: on dancing dolls everybody loved JJ you know how some of the women Mm -hmm. would love some of the women but not the other moms universal everybody loved JJ yeah so I think that he's going to be like this on the show Mm -hmm. so Latrice but she's doing her thing and I'm so proud of her and I don't even know her but selling hair out of the trunk of her car and you know she's supporting her family and she's just Mm -hmm. doing the daggone thing and she's letting people know that in a place like Jackson Mississippi where people don't think things are going on There's things going on. Corey actually spent, his dad was in the Air Force and majority of his time was spent in, until he moved back to New Jersey in high school, but was spent in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi and his brother is still there. So, you know, just to see her shining is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marie, I hope that this isn't the season that Marie is on the outs. You know, like the Housewives, they have a season where somebody's on the Mm outs. I really hope this isn't it, but you don't have to tell me, but I know with the upcoming brunch, Uh, (laughs) Leticia says, everybody say something nice. If I was (laughs) Marie and I'm understanding it and remembering it the way I remember the reunion, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could say, I I think I would choose to remain silent if a person was accusing me of fraudulently using government funds for my business. I don't and we haven't spoken. I don't know. Um, It was so sad about her grandson's uh, my oh. b- uh, mother getting killed. My heart. I was just like, oh my gosh. So it's like we're dealing with real life issues. Even though I hate mm-hmm. to see that, they're so open. Um, so Gucci. From what I see, JJ's so far, wife.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: I think I may. I think I'm gonna be cool with her. I but the comment that she made about Letitia's edges. I need to slick them back when you're sitting with a whole helmet. No, ma'am. Because um, <laughs> oh. yours doesn't even look like it's coming from your scalp. You don't get to say that. Um, as far as Tambra and like she's on the number one radio station <laughs> and I'm going to have a baby with Deman, Yes, because he loves me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I hope that all that stuff is not really true. And
0: sure.
2: I, I feel like it's kind of grimy of Letitia's friend though, because yeah, you know what's going on, but Tamra's going in thinking this is her man and you're still engaging. So
0: mm-hmm. of
2: course she wouldn't do it on camera. But if I was off camera, I would be looking at my friend because I've I've had a friend like that before. And I had to be like, girl, this was ain't tea, what. Was this, ain't, this ain't what, like, nah, this is not cool. So I'm kind of wondering about that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it did surprise me that this woman is trying to have a baby and has never had unprotected sex with the man that she's trying to have the baby with.
1: Yeah, they need to go back to biology class for a little while, so. Because how yeah. are they trying
2: to have the baby? Just do the eggs? Like, that's what.
1: Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, and in the I back don't. of my mind, I started thinking,
2: wait, do you know, like, is this a storyline, but you do want a baby and you trust him because you've known him, but you know, he's out there doing his thing. So you decided I'm going to have sex with him and use a condom, but the baby is not going to come from, cause I don't want you giving me anything. Cause I can't see any other why, why you wouldn't the goal At is this, to have a
1: baby. Right. It, it all, it, it starts to make a little more sense as the season goes on. I okay. will say that, but not enough sense because we're still trying to figure some things out. And I look I asked uh if y'all haven't listened to the episode, my, my latest episode other than this one, uh, and not my She Hulk episode, but you know, I dropped two a week in an unscripted and scripted episode. Uh I talked to Letitia on this uh my most yes. recent unscripted episode child get confused my damn self and uh i asked her about that i was like when that happens on a show and someone brings up something about somebody that you have a great relationship with how do you feel about that and she says she hates it so much because now she knows that she got to see this person for the rest of the season and she could possibly like tank everything going on in their personal life by revealing like what she wants to reveal so it, it's a lot you'll you'll see how this plays out well it's not done playing out but you'll see it, well, as the, it goes along you know the friend
2: that she invited to lunch
1: uh-huh.
2: i try to not look at her as a one-upper because i have to be conscious of that myself Ikeisha. sometimes Akeisha, yeah yes ikea uh-huh um, <laughs> because just like ikea she got something in every department um yeah. so i tried i try to be conscious of that with myself sometimes i just want to when you first meet someone or even if you're talking to your friends you like to feel like you've connected so if your friend is saying oh I started real estate classes and you did them in the past your natural reaction was like girl I got you because I did but it was a the vibe with Ikea was like like Ikecia let me not do that the vibe with (laughs) Ikecia was kind of like everything Mm -hmm. like I just was kind of like, and at first I was like, Marie, come on, man, give her a chance. And I was like, Marie be knowing things, even if we don't like the way sometimes she says them. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's kind of on the money with that kid when she was like, oh, this dish is dirty. And oh, I expected this big brunch. No, you didn't because you've watched the show. And what I don't like is when somebody comes in to a show that you know they've watched. I'm the biggest bell of them all, or mm-hmm. I'm the biggest bell. Now nah, you watch the show and you want it to be on the show and you're no better than them. Cause you're on the same platform. Right. I don't like that. And I don't know if I quite trust her with Ferris street. When, when Letitia said in her confessional, I, we have to put our egos aside. So any information that I have, I will give to her if it, if, if it'll help revitalize Ferris street,
1: mm-hmm. I'm not
2: even going to lie. I stopped what I was doing and said a prayer and said, God, anything in life that you have me involved in, it's human to want credit for, but if it's something for the greater good, for my community, for anything, and I have information, let me not have ego because I really felt her
0: like
2: that is who she is. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, yeah,
2: it would kind of suck for you to come in on this show and make it about you. But the bigger picture is the revitalization of Ferris, of Fair Street. So I would give her information, so I'm I'm not really sure about Aikisha yet. Like I know what I kind of feel, but I'm hoping it doesn't go the way I feel. But I feel like mm-hmm. her and Letitia are going to get into
1: something. I would love to talk to her on the show actually, because I have I feel like I have a million questions for Aikisha. She she's only been in what four episodes now, and she's come in strong. Like it's been a, a strong four episode four episode premiere. I love the way it's developing between her and leticia because you can kind of okay. tell that like you can tell things are shaky between them but they're both trying to put on a brave okay. face like move, okay you know so i i got a lot of I'm, i might reach out to her to try to get her yes. on i feel like i i could talk about you know a lot of things with her so
2: yeah and i think that she fun. would be real with you because mm-hmm. she, her tone wasn't she that. follows me
1: <laughs>
2: okay see uh, well why wouldn't she Oh, okay. You better go up for me. I'm just saying, like, why wouldn't she? That's why I don't understand why Carlos King hasn't had you on his podcast yet. You don't have you can blink once oh if it's once for yes, twice for no. But I need to understand why he hasn't had you on his podcast yet.
1: Listen, it all happens in God's time. I, I believe, you know, one day he might need somebody to recap a, you know, a housewives week no, or a, not a collective recapping. week.
2: I feel like he needs to have you on his podcast and then in the middle of the episode announce the position that you have in kingdom reign or with own oh.
1: but okay. <laughs> listen you know I, I allow you to manifest everything you want to for me i take all love that i manifest for you we are manifestation buddies okay so i, I need, to send, him, I need to
2: send him a, a dm right and say um <laughs> i think that kendrick would be an amazing guest on your
1: podcast Oh no, we go, we go, we go. Let it happen naturally because I think it will one day. I, I want him wa- on mine, I, I, I naturally want to send it, so this no natural. <laughs> I want him on mine one day too. I'm just nervous to ask. I just gotta, you know, one listeners, day I'm gonna I'm get up the courage. Listeners, we have to go after what we want. We have to
2: manifest what we want. We know that Kendrick is ready, so y'all need to jump into Carlos King's DMs and Kendrick. Better not cut this part out. <laughs> because if he does, I'm going to repost this episode with this message. But seriously, <laughs> go, this is how we help each other. So you have we have to go into Carlos's DMs and recommend that he go on Kendrick's podcast and that Kendrick is on his podcast because we know Kendrick is going is insightful, oh. um, he's very unbiased, and he can see long term picture as far as the show, and he can discuss production. So we need to oh. advocate for Kendrick to be on the podcast. And I'm sending a DM tonight.
1: Carlos, if oh you hear Lord. this, don't
2: jump jump, jump slick. Okay, <laughs> because I'm coming
1: in. Oh, podcast. Lord. Lord, see that on that note, we got to end it because I don't know where. Carlos Are you going to be Owen's new correspondent? Oh, I would love to be. Don't do that. You I know, invite you, me to the parties. I'm going to come. You and Richie should be correspondents. <laughs> I um, need to have him on because you're like the third amazing. person that's like, I love said so yes. much. Cause I know he does a lot of own content too. And I love it. So I need to, I need to link with him. And like, I'd love to have him on the talk bell collective and oh. love and marriage Huntsville. And can I be a
2: fly that. on the wall? I don't even have to contribute. Can I just yes. sit in the corner in the zoom and watch y'all because I love you yes. so much. Richie is just like, he's so pure of heart. And will do whatever he can to mm-hmm. boost somebody up and support. I literally was watching one of his lives and somebody said something about a brand of CMO or something, not CMO, something they were selling. And he mm-hmm. was like, you know what? We need to support each other. So he was like, oh, they wanted to give it to him for free. He was like, no, I'm going to buy it. Mm. And he's just so supportive and he's been so encouraging for me. And he is also so um, aspirational I think you need to have him on. Like, no, you need not. I think, and you need to be on his live. I'm gonna send him a
1: message. Oh my God. I think he needs to come on. Like, I think that week we'll have a Bell Collective episode. And then the following Saturday, it'll be a new, you know, Love and Marriage Huntsville comes back. I need to see if he'll come on that week after to discuss both of them with me. I need y'all forget fresh the housewives the right now. Yeah, yes. I need
2: y'all fresh off the episode, but I need y'all being correspondents. And if I could just pop in like
1: every once in a while
2: say hey you know
1: there you go i love it y'all y'all already know who this is it's been taria taria tell them everywhere that they can find you guys first of all kendrick
2: seriously it's always a blast thank you so much for having me i love being so free to talk um, on your podcast about these girls um whether it's beverly hills um (laughs) whether it's atlanta whether it's orange county all of them but we we are loving own, so i love that so you can find mm-hmm. me at wego w-e-i-g-o podcast instagram and twitter um in the words of nikki minaj if you don't like me that's fine but you know watch your mouth <laughs> <laughs> we can have a discussion but be respectful um Hello. i'm gonna put out a new episode on tuesday it's probably going to be me after um some margaritas so
1: Hope you enjoy we it. love that yes <laughs> and y'all know if you if you're here you know where to find me obviously but follow me on instagram as well at reality comics 2 that's t-o-o come for the memes stay for the random ass story ranting my because st- listen i be having things to talk about okay y'all yes. i'm kendrick that's Taria, and we'll see ya and buy kendrick a coffee That's at Reality Comics 2. T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 at MD85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death